And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? Zach here. Hope you're having an awesome day. It's been about a week and a half since I've... Uh, recorded anything, and um, anyway, I just wanted to spend some time with you guys right now. I, uh, as you may know, just had our first baby boy, and by the way, sorry if you can hear some droning in the background. Um, that's, uh, I have two fans going in my office right now, pretty hard. It's pretty warm in here, and uh, so I am unwilling to turn them off <laughs> because I would be sweating profusely. But uh, yeah, just had our first uh, baby boy. Um, which is super cool, first child, and I know I was spending a lot of time on the podcast um, in August, and uh, then the baby came on September 6th, and I'm not sure if you can, probably can't, but uh, he's actually crying (laughs) downstairs in the background right now, Um, and so anyway, I want to be a little bit more diligent with recording episodes, um, obviously with a, a four-week-old, um, or th- he's about to be four weeks tomorrow, um, you know, you're just kind of trying to find your balance again, find your footing and that kind of thing, and so, um, so yeah, so I'm at the home office right now, and uh, for those of you that, that know, we have a office off-site, like off our house, um, or not off our house, but it's literally a, a separate building about 10, or about 15 minutes away now. And um, it's really, really cool. Love going there. Love getting a really you know, totally change of scenery and change of pace, seeing really cool people and stuff. Um, uh, for at least the, uh, the rest of the year, I don't think I'm going to be going in. I literally have gone in three times in the past three months. Um, other than that, I've just worked at the house and worked at the house for a long time, about four years, almost five years, I think now. Uh, I have to do that math, but um, 2016 through now, so four years. Yeah. Almost five. Um, and you know, I got to be honest with you, I got fairly sick of it. Um, and so I really enjoyed going to the office and then, but I just like having that hybrid approach where you can kind of go when you want, stay when you want. And so I definitely, I already miss going somewhere, but it's just, you know, I'm so new with the, the little one and yeah, I worked really, really hard to be able to work wherever I wanted. And so, um, kind of exercising that ability, right, to um, to work at the house or at the office. But um, anyway, probably won't be going in for the rest of the year is my guess. 
staying at the house and, um, you know, really just trying to, you know, raise this little baby, uh, well with Ashley. She's taking the kind of the, the lion's share. Um, you know, we're doing most things naturally. So naturally, uh, she's <laughs> taking a lot of the, she's taking a hundred percent of the feeding the child responsibilities and, um, and, you know, honestly staying with him, you know, she, he, he is more attached to her than me, like from a physical standpoint, just because of, you know, it's mom. Right. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so I wanted to share some stuff with you guys right now. That is, um, a really recent, uh, lesson for me. And, um, and it's going to be, uh, this is like a very fresh lesson that I have had to learn a few times in my, in my career. And I'm hoping that I am, uh, to the point where I am, you know, able to <laughs> not relearn this anymore. So I want to share this with you and hopefully it helps. Um, this is going to be moderately helpful in network marketing. It's going to be probably more helpful in if you have any sort of uh, addition to your business. So for instance, like we have our network marketing business where we make network marketing paychecks, right? And just like you do, like you've got your company, you make a check from your team. Um, and we have that. And we also have Rebels, like MLM Rebels is our business, right? And so we make an income from, you know, uh, educating people on building um, this uh, industry online and, and generating mass leads, mass applicants online. So those are our two kind of sides of the coin. So what I'm about to share with you is pertains more to Rebels than it does like network marketing as far as like you building your team. So this is helpful for you if like you maybe you're going to have a, some type of like uh, rebels equivalent. You know, I hope you don't, I hope you don't have like a direct competitor with us cause I'm teaching you everything I know. Um, but you understand like you have a information training education, uh, business that you help people with and then you lead people into your network marketing company, which is what we teach you how to do. So hopefully you do have something, um, along these lines at some point. Um, so this can be helpful in that regard, or if you have any type of traditional business or something where you're working with other people at a, at a high level, um, not necessarily working with a, uh, like an MLM team, although this could be helpful for that as well, but uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see what I'm saying. And the lesson is trusting people, but verifying. So um, one of the terms I love in real estate investing is trust, but verify. So when someone tells you something about a property, you trust them, but you verify what they say rather than just taking it at face value, you verify it. And this has been really a recent thing for us because I've got some you know, internal people that, of course, work, uh, work uh, for Rebels. And, um, and one of the harder things being, um, I guess, a, a, a loving person, a loving personality type is over trusting people. And it's interesting because I hold myself to a really ruthless standard, like very, very ruthless. Um, I'm by far the hardest person on my, on me than anyone is. And, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not meaning to sound any sort of egotistical here. I'm just kind of trying to share with you the picture. You know, we have been able to produce good results for ourselves and our business. Um, you know, uh, I always want to, you know, achieve at a higher level. Um, but you know, to be honest with you, I'm, uh, I told my barber, I said, you know, honestly, man, if, if I never grew past this, I'd be happy. Um, but the reality is I have to, because if I don't keep growing and keep moving forward, you know, a competitor will come and take away my market share 
and I will be out of a business. So I have to keep improving. I have to be serving, keep serving our customers more, have to keep doing better. But if I, if like in a stagnant world, I would honestly be happy with where we're at. Like I'd be happy with my current workload, be happy with our current income. I'd be, I'd be very content. Um, but it doesn't work like that. Like you have to keep, you have to win. You have to be first. I mean, Grant Cardone, Ricky Bobby said it last, right? If you're not first, you're last. And so we're continuing to make progress. Um, and I don't know how I got over there. Whoopsie. Well, anyway, you have to um, do things where you're trusting. Oh, you know, we've received, we, we've achieved results. There we go. That was where I was. We've achieved results. And so um, what that does to like, at least my brain, and maybe you can relate, is when I bring someone in at a high level, like inside of Rebels, it, like internal, I automatically kind of assume that they have achieved what I have achieved and think in the same manner that I do. Not necessarily that I'm right, but that they, they take the same level of responsibility for their work. They take extreme ownership for their work. And the reality is it's just not the case. Um, so let me give you, a, let me give you a, uh, an example. And I hope this person doesn't listen to this podcast, but if they do, that's okay. Um, so here's the scenario. I had an individual, and, um, and I needed to, uh, uh, I wanted to pass off kind of the leadership of one of our ads accounts. So one of our ad accounts, I wanted to pass off leadership to it. And so I would kind of be more of like a strategic visionary, but I wouldn't really be in the weeds, right? I wouldn't be... Um, saying this is how you set up the campaign and this is how you do this and all these things. And this person has uh, quite a bit of experience with running these types of ad campaigns. Um, you know, so I knew that they could technically take my instructions and do it. Um, even, like my visionary instructions. I knew that they could probably do that. And so I passed off kind of that mantle to them. And the, 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 the shorthand version of the story is uh, they ended up, I literally just did the math, they ended up producing... Um, about, well, uh, like what's the number? I can't, I haven't done the math. Five out of 50, 10%. They've produced, they produced 10% more results than my previous month under their watch, 10% more results, but they spent 100% more money. They literally doubled my ad spend and they produced 10% gain. So did we make technically more money? Yes, we made 10% more money. Uh, or excuse me, um, we had the potential to make 10% more money. We didn't. Um, but they, they literally spent double. So they spent double what I spent the previous month for a 10% gain. You can tell that's, that's a horrible exchange, right? That's absolutely atrocious. And in fact, it turned out to be a losing proposition, um, a losing situation. And it, I was, you know, this person was very, very frustrated, of course. I was incredibly frustrated. And... You know, for a while, I was really kind of beating them up mentally. I never really beat them up that hard personally, but beating them up mentally, like, my gosh, you know, what the heck, right? And then I realized, like, okay, I, I personally can't, I can't blame them. Like, I hired them, right? Like, I gave them the responsibility. So this is on me. So what did, where did I go wrong here? Like, what was so jacked up? Like, I've been running this particular campaign for um, over a year at a very, very good profit. And I gave it to them, and within one month, you know, it 
what, what I just shared with you happened. And so I'm like, okay, so what, what's the deal here? Like what went, what's going on? And, you know, uh, the first thing is I do wish that this individual, just being honest, I wish that they took a higher level of ownership, um, for this, you know, basically it was a, uh, you know, sorry about that type of thing. And that was basically the end. Well, the difference, the difference is this is my money. Like this is my bank account that they drained, not theirs. So everything is different when you're dealing with your own money. So you're always going to care. And you probably heard this before. You'll always care about your business. The most everyone else is less than you. And so you have to set guardrails in place so that, um, you know, people don't take, essentially take advantage of the fact that you're funding their education. And so, um, the second thing of course, is like, I want a little more ownership from them, but I can't be mad at myself for them not taking ownership. That's their own issue. And then it's my issue. More importantly, that, I allowed them to do what they did. And I'm like, okay, so I can't let that happen again, obviously. Um, I don't, I'm not going to let it happen again in their exact situation because I learned my lesson with them in this category. But how do I prevent this in the future? That was the real question. How to prevent this from happening again to me, maybe not from this person, but from another person that I have no context with in another avenue that I've never worked, with, worked in. So case in point, I'm looking to hire an ads manager, an ads agency actually, in a t- an entirely different platform, actually in, in YouTube, looking to hire a YouTube ads agency right now. And I have spoken with, I think, four, four, five or six agencies in the past two weeks and really vetting them all, right? And one of somebody else in our organization has basically said like, hey, what, you just basically, you, you just got to take action, Zach, and do it. Once again, they're not spending their money, they're spending my money. So, you know, I'm like, well, that's fantastic that you think that. But, you know, last I checked, this is my cash on the line, not yours. So I'm vetting these people. And this is why I'm vetting them so hard. Because I want to verify that they've done what I need done. So this was my mistake. And this is what I'm trying to get at. My mistake in my example was I didn't verify. I truly didn't. This is, and this is embarrassing to say this out loud. But I didn't verify that this individual had made a profit from the type of ad campaign that I wanted them to run, I never verified that they actually made a profit running this campaign before, this type of campaign before. And to be honest with you, I was pretty sure they never had when I really thought about it. Like, I was pretty sure I already had the answer to that. Like, I, so what they knew how to do was technically manipulate the ads platform, but they didn't know how to get results because they never did it before. And when, when, when upon questioning, you know, they kind of snapped at me and said, oh, I've done this before for XYZ clients. I'm like, yeah, I said, make a profit. Have you made a profit doing it for XYZ client? And there was silence in the air. And so I, I'm, I'm not frustrated with them at this point. I mean, I, I was, of course, frustrated in the moments, but I'm not frustrated with them at this point. At this point, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I made a huge mistake here by handing over this ad account to that person and trusting that they would make it work when they had never done it before. So I literally paid for their education. And I'm like, wow, I'm not going to do that again. So as you can imagine, I have uh, basically taken over the, you know, the, uh, I guess, inner workings or the more controls of that ad account again. And they're kind of executing my commands, if you will, um, rather than calling any sort of potential shots. Um, 
And then going forward, so for the YouTube ads agency that I gave you an example of, like I'm verifying their results. So for instance, like one guy was like, okay, have you done this before? Like, have you, of course they've all done YouTube ads, but have you done, do you do direct response or do you do branding? Direct response, beautiful, great. Have you done this type of offer before? We run, we run a webinar to this, to this, to this. We, we, want a, uh, we run a sales letter to an application to this, or we run a PDF download to this, to application to this. Have you done something like that? Yes, we have. No, we haven't. Okay, have you worked in the network marketing space? Do you know anything about network marketing? Do you know any of the influence? Can you name any of the influencers? Yes or no, right? Who do you have from your client base? I had one guy, I had one guy literally not tell me any of his clients, which is fine. That's up to them. And, but that's to me is now a red flag. I have other, and the reason I know that is because other potential agencies are giving me their client list. They're saying, yeah, we work with this person and this person and this person and this person. And so I'm like, okay, perfect. So I know it's not, you know, maybe this guy's the, the one guy who wouldn't tell me anything. Maybe it's just his personal thing, not to, not to you know, give away his client list. Um, but to me, that's like a yellow flag. Why won't you tell me your client list? <clears throat> um, last thing is, uh, well, I guess that's really it. You get the point. So I'm verifying all these different things. Um, and so the, basically the, the thing I wrote down in my journal, because I try to keep notes of any, any, any sort of mistake that I make, is, um, well, of course, trust but verify. But um, if someone hasn't done what I need done specifically, I will be the one paying for their education. Me. So just know that. Like, I need to know that. I'll give you one last example. That's going to be a lot shorter. I've uh, tried to hire quite a few salespeople internally. Of course, external sales organizations also, but internal salespeople. I think it's literally a 100% rate that if I bring someone in that doesn't have proven sales experience with inbound business opportunity phone calls, they fail. I think it's literally a 100% failure rate. So if this person doesn't have experience with inbound inbound business opportunity phone calls, they fail. However, on the flip side, if they have that experience, generally they succeed. Pretty interesting. So I have paid for the education for multiple of these people starting from zero, thinking that I could raise them up when in fact I was wasting my money and time. Um, so it's really, really interesting, right? But um, anyway, uh, we also have people in like more administrative roles where I'm willing to pay for their education because it's, it's very, it's not a uh, incredibly difficult job and it's not going to lose me a bunch of money. I can create guardrails so I can say, hey, dude, I want you to, you know, transfer this information to this platform and don't take any more than 10 hours doing so. And so they do that. They spend 10 hours doing it at the most, at the maximum. There's guardrails in place. Even if they mess it up, it's not like it's burning a hole in like our bank account. So anyway, um, I know this is a little long and potentially a little unneeded depending on where you're at um, in your business world. Um, but this has been something that has been very, very important uh, to me um, and something that I need to continue to improve on. So I heard, a, I heard a, a title of a podcast the other day. It was, um, I'm a loving person, but ruthless in my standards. And 
that is very true for me. I'm a loving person, but ruthless in my standards. But up, up until, I mean, even honestly up through today, I still have to be better at this. I'm only ruthless in my standards with myself, but I let a lot of people off the hook, like internally. You know, I'm pretty good at keeping people on standards on point in network marketing because that's more the most of my experience is. Um, but like keep making sure that my standards are set where I need them to be set and I don't waver on them um, from an internal perspective too. It's something that I'm going to continue to have to get better at. So anyway, hopefully that uh, finds, if you find some sort of value in that. Um, if you didn't, then I imagine you didn't listen this far. So if you did, awesome. Appreciate that. Leave a review down below and a rating. And uh, we'll talk to you all very soon. Thanks.